Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome back to History Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And I'm Mitzi, oven mitt, right-hand gal, and the most relaxed and self-centered co-host on the show. Self-centered? Yes, I am having a self-care moment, Molly. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. It's day one of our sixth week, listeners, and we've got a great episode for you all today. First up, Leilani is back to help you figure out our theme for this week in Guess the Ingredient. Then, Champ's here with a very excited guest in The Scoop. And I, too, have a very excited guest joining us today. Oh, who's that? It's Martina! Martina, want to send us to the theme song? Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Chartreuse is your color? Mystery recipe. So nice of you to join us today, Martina. Listeners, in case you didn't know, Martina is a cat, Oliver's partner, and the mother of the tiny, adorable kitten, Pit. Molly, as I'm sure you know, being a new parent can be very stressful. Rewarding, but stressful. And so I wanted Martina to join me today for a self-care extravaganza. Because you deserve it, Martina. That's why. We both do. We, we all do, actually. Molly, would you like to join us for the self-care extravaganza? I mean, I'd love to. But someone's got to be here to get through today's episode. You two feel free to go on without me. What do you have planned? Yeah, so much. Oh, no, 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 no. So much good and fun stuff. Don't worry, Martina. First, we're going to get our nails done. Then we're going to do chocolate and some face masks. Then we're going to head to the sauna. And then we're going to try a tennis lesson just for fun. That sounds like a really great day of self-care. Listeners, self-care is exactly what it sounds like. It means doing something to take care of yourself. It could be anything, big or small. Brushing our teeth is a small act of self-care we do every day. And making our favorite meal or going to the sauna can be a bigger act of self-care that we probably don't do every day. But it is great to save for special occasions or when we're feeling particularly stressed. Martina, are you ready? Okay, stop number one, the nail salon. Choo-choo. Oh, hear that, Martina? Choo-choo. It's the self-care express. All aboard. No, I didn't actually get us a train. We're still taking the bus. <laughs> Come on, let's go. All right, listeners, while Mitzi and Martina are getting their nails done, it's time for Guess the Ingredient. I'll play some sounds, and you at home get to try and guess what ingredients will be our theme for this week. Are you ready to play? Here we go. Thank you. 
Any guesses what ingredients these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up our official ingredient guesser, Leilani. Leilani is 13 years old and lives in Kissimmee, Florida. Hey, Leilani. Hi. Well, welcome to another week of Guess the Ingredient. This is a really good one. Are you ready to jump in? Yes. Okay, let's hear the first sound. It sounded like something grinding or turning. So I'm thinking maybe like a stone wheel or something. Excellent. Grinding. That's a really good word. Let's keep that in mind while we move on to our next sound. All right. This one sounds like something being opened. And then I hear something metallic at the end, possibly. So it's a a two-part sound. Yeah. This sound might be a big hint for listeners of our show because this sound represents a technique for doing something that we talk about a lot. So we can keep that in mind while we move on to the third sound. All right, this definitely sounds like some sort of technique. Um, Something's being handled and put back on the table again and again. Mm -hmm. This is sort of a weird sound. This isn't the ingredient, but something that we do to it before baking, which is another big hint. But before you make a final guess, I have a few more hints for you. This ingredient is made of grain, which is ground down into a powder. It is a very old ingredient with evidence of it commonly being made back in 6000 BCE. And there are all different types of this ingredient, with arguably the most common being labeled as all-purpose. So, with those hints, Leilani, what do you think we'll be talking about this week? I think we'll be talking about flour. It's flour! You are correct. Welcome to Flour Week, Leilani. Flour is ground-up wheat, and it comes in many different varieties depending on the type of wheat used and the way it's ground or milled. Flour is the backbone of many baked goods, and early versions of it have been used to make bread thousands of years ago. Today, it can be found in doughs and batters of all kinds, and the gluten proteins inside of it help to give baked goods their structure or chew. Another excellent guessing week. Are those sounds making more sense to you now? I think so. The first one is definitely the stone grinding up the wheat into flour. Exactly. That first sound was wheat being ground or milled into flour. So, okay, what was the second sound? Possibly a container of flour being opened. Yeah, that second sound was actually our method for measuring flour. We do a dip and sweep method. So when you measure flour, you put your measuring cup into the flour, pick it up, and then sweep the top with the back end of a butter knife to get a perfectly level cup. See, it was the butter knife that had me fooled because we usually do it with our fingers. (laughs) Yeah, slightly different sound, but same end product. And the third sound? 
And I think the third sound was the dough that you make with it being kneaded. Exactly right. That last sound was kneading dough, which I know you are very familiar with. You guys like to bake a lot of bread, right? Yeah, my dad was a professional baker for 15 years. Wow. So you are a family of bread experts. Yes. Amazing. Well, awesome job this week, Leilani. Thank you so much for playing Guess the Ingredient with us. We'll hear from you again next week. Bye. Mitzi, Martina, that was quick. You're back. And it looks like you might be covered in nail polish, Mitzi. No, it's fine, Martina. Please stop apologizing. Hi, Molly. Yes, I am covered in nail polish, but at least it's my color. Chartreuse is your color? Okay, so maybe it's not my color. That nail polish painting trip didn't go so great. Oh, no, what happened? Well, as it turns out, cats don't love getting their nails painted. I should have been a better job explaining what we were getting into first, Martina. I'm sorry. How did your nails come out, Mitzi? Funny story, but as it turns out, I actually don't have nails. I am an oven mitt. Clearly did not think this one through, but that's okay. It was only stop one of the self-care express. Choo-choo. <sighs> What's next for your self-care day then, Mitzi? Well, next up, we're going to try some chocolate and some face masks. Always a good combo. Wait, what? Chocolate is poisonous to cats? Well, I had no idea. Thanks for telling me. Okay, cross that off the list. Choo-choo. Uh, let's see. I got these face masks, but... Uh, it looks like they might actually be made for adult human people. I don't think these are going to fit our faces. Gah! Molly! Looks like I may have accidentally booked us tickets for the Hot Mess Express. Boo, boo. And not the Self-Care Express. Choo-choo! Uh, this is going very poorly. Well, that's sweet of you to say, Martina, but so far I've just terrified a very sweet nail technician, almost poisoned you, and wasted two perfectly good face masks. So, no, I don't think it's going to be fine. Do you want this one at least, Molly? Sure, thank you. Well, Mitzi, we might just need to regroup a little bit. Yeah? Yes, let's take a second to look at your game plan a bit here and give me a minute to do this face mask. Besides, listeners, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Driscoll's. Driscoll's raspberries are a sweet and delicious snack straight out of the container that you can enjoy all year long. I shared some with my kids, Olive and Toby. What are we snacking on now? Raspberries. Driscoll's, the company, asked me to find my favorite people to split some raspberries with, and I wanted to share them with you guys. How does it feel to share them with me? Amazing. No. You know what I like about it? I get to spend time with you. Me too. The sweetness isn't just inside these Driscoll's raspberries. It's also in the moments they help make. Just add only the finest raspberries to make your everyday moments a little sweeter. Visit driscolls.com slash ATK to discover more. Raspberries, raspberries, you're so sweet. Hey, grown-ups. We wanted to tell you all about another way you can explore the kitchen with the young chefs in your life. My first cookbook from America's Test Kitchen Kids. 
This cookbook is designed to introduce kids ages 5 to 8 to the kitchen, along with their grown-ups, with as much mixing, rolling, scrunching, and squishing as possible. Our producer Chad has never had a cookbook of his own before, so we thought we'd put some of these recipes to the test. We made the no-bake energy bites, a perfect after-school snack that you can make just the way your young chef likes it. Yeah, as this... long as you have the base of the nut butter and the oats, you can add the other dried fruit, you could add coconut, you can do nuts like sliced almonds. Amazing. There really are endless possibilities. Yeah, this is great. This is just a ball of ingredients. <laughs> it, it is a ball of ingredients. <laughs> Delicious ones. Amazing. Yeah, I guess just is a little... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, really, all food is just a ball of ingredients That's when you true. think about it. Yeah. Isn't life just a ball of ingredients? It's gotten really you know? deep here. It's just uh, what you get from my first cookbook. <laughs> Life philosophy. Yeah, really get to dig deep. really simple recipes. (laughs) Perfect for kids ages 5 to 8. Get the energy for those big talks, you know. Check out this recipe and so many more in my first cookbook from America's Test Kitchen Kids, which you can find wherever books are sold. That's right, Martina. We are back. So, Molly... What do you think we could do to save this self-care disaster day? The only thing I had left on our list was the sauna and tennis lesson, but I can't say I'm particularly looking forward to either of those. I don't know about you, Martina. Right, I'm not sure your fur will agree with the sauna, and they do go hard with the essential oils at this place. How did you come up with this list, Mitzi? Well, I just tried to think about what people do on TV and and movies when they're trying to do self-care. And it's always, get your nails done, go to the spa, do a face mask, that kind of thing. Well, it might surprise you to learn that what you see on TV is not always how things work in real life. Right, Martina. TV is pretend. All those things might be what we think self-care looks like, and there's nothing wrong with getting your nails done or going to the spa if that's what you like. But everyone's different, and everyone takes care of themselves differently, too. So if you really want to practice some self-care and do something nice for Martina, I think a good way to start would be to ask her what she likes to do to make herself happy, and maybe ask yourself that question, too. Ugh, Molly, Molly, Molly. If I wasn't covered in very bright nail polish right now, I would give you the biggest hug. That is great advice. What do you think, Martina? Will you give me another shot here? All right. Huh. Do you hear that? Hear what, Mitzi? Choo-choo. Sounds like the Self-Care Express is back at the station to pick us up. And this time, it's got questions. <laughs> no, I know trains don't usually have questions, but this one does because it cares about you. I'm just going to try to make this train thing work, Martina. I'm too invested in the metaphor at this point to abandon it. Now, come on, before it leaves without us. Choo-choo! Well, while Mitzi and Martina try to catch the self-care express, let's head to our next segment. It's time for the scoop. Champ, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, Molly. So who are you talking to today, Champ? Well, since it's flower week, I'm here to talk to some flower, but they sent me to this big meadow, and I'm not really sure why. They said my guest would be right around here. Hey, Champ, over here. Oh, there you are. I... Oh. Oh, no. 
Hi! Wow, you really came! I cannot tell you how excited I am. This is really a dream come true. Sorry, I hate to say this, but I think there's a... No, seriously, I have been an ATK fan for like ever. A lot of people are surprised to hear that because, you know, I'm a flower. But this dandelion really knows how to make a croissant. All thanks to you folks. Listen, I'm sorry, what was your name again? Oh, sorry, I got so excited I didn't even introduce myself. I'm Petal. I'm a dandelion. A dandelion is a type of flower. I'm sort of jumping ahead here, but I've heard the show before and I know you were going to ask. <laughs> was I right? Oh, I was right. Right. Uh, listen, Petal, I hate to be the bearer of bad news because you seem like a real stand-up guy and everything, but I think there's been a little bit of a misunderstanding. See, it's flower week on our show and... Right. You're all talking about edible flowers all week, which honestly I think is so cool. We're often overlooked and underappreciated, if you ask me. See, that that's the thing. Um, it's not flower week as in F-L-O-W-E-R. Oh. Oh no. It's flower week as in F-L-O-U-R. Not again. Again? I can't believe this. I mean, your people called me. Oh, and we must have made some kind of mistake. I'm really... I literally gave your team directions to an empty field in the middle of nowhere. Did you really not ever flag that something might be off? (sighs) We certainly owe you an apology, Petal. Yeah, you and everyone else. This happens a lot? Oh, this happens all the time. It's what I get for really flushing out my web presence. I am one of the more visible edible flowers online, and people reach out wanting to talk about F-L-O-U-R on a regular basis. You know what? What? Let's do this. Huh? Let's do the interview. Sure, I am an F-L-O-W-E-R, but I am also an excellent baker and a big fan of America's Test Kitchen. And you drove a long way to get here, so... (sighs) Let's talk about flour. What do you want to know? Well... I was going to start by asking you to introduce yourself. Well, I'd love to, but you aren't really here to talk to me. Right. Sorry. Petal, for any of our listeners who might not know, what is flour? Well, flour is a milled grain. It's wheat that's been ground up and processed into a fine powder. Well explained. Can you tell us a little bit about how flour is milled? I can, as a matter of fact. So, listeners, you might be able to picture wheat already. It's in all types of logos and images like that. But if you can't, wheat is sort of like a bird's feather, except from a plant. It's a type of grass. It's got a long stem, sort of like me, that leads up to its kernels. Those kernels, also called wheat berries, are what's used to make flour. And those kernels just get ground up? Well... No, not always. It depends on what kind of flour you're trying to make. What kind of flour? Sure. Are we talking whole wheat flour, bread flour, all-purpose flour, cake, pastry, self-rising, or graham flour? There are lots of different kinds that are made in different ways and used for different things. Oh, wow. You really know your stuff. Yeah, I do. I know even more about F-L-O-W-E-R's, too, if you ever want to talk to someone about those. What's your next question? Well, what's different about all these types of flour? 
Well, there are a lot of different types, but at America's Test Kitchen, the four you all recommend having on hand are all-purpose flour, cake flour, bread flour, and whole wheat flour. I can tell you about those. Sure. The main difference between these types of flours is the amount of protein in them. Oh, right. We learned in Season 2 that glutenin and gliadin are two protein molecules found in flour that together form gluten. And that gluten is what gives baked goods their structure, chewiness, or bite. That's exactly right, champ. Glad you can contribute something to this interview. Ouch. Let's start with all-purpose flour. It's called all-purpose because it can be used to bake most anything. This is because its protein levels are right in the middle of the road. It's usually got between 10 to 11.7% protein in it, which means it has enough protein to form gluten for some structure, enough to make sturdy yet tender muffins, but it's light enough to use for cakes, too. Interesting. That explains the all-purpose part of the name. Next up is cake flour. Any guesses what that one is used for? Maybe cake? Nice work there, champ. Cake flour has a low protein content, about 6% to 8%, which makes less gluten. That means a finer, more delicate texture in a pastry or cake. America's Test Kitchen recommends using cake flour for light cakes, such as pound cake, angel food cake, and yellow layer cake. Great recommendations. Next up is bread flour, which I'm going to guess is used to make bread. That would be a good guess, yes, but not all breads. No? Bread flour has a protein content of about 12% to 14%, meaning it develops a lot of gluten to provide a strong, chewy structure. This is good for rustic breads, all those quarantine sourdough starters and crusty homemade loaves, that kind of thing. For sandwich breads, some people prefer using all-purpose flour, which creates a softer crumb. Wow, you really know your stuff, Petal. Thank you. I do think this is going rather well. Oh? Am I turning this interview around for you after all? I'd say it's turning around in spite of you, not because of you, champ. Last flower. Holy flower. Yes. This one requires a bit more explanation, as its difference is not all about the protein content. Whole wheat flour is flour made from all three parts of the wheat kernel, or wheat berry, the endosperm, as well as the fiber-rich bran, or outer shell, and the tiny vitamin-packed germ. In all-purpose and many other flours, the bran and germ are removed before the wheat is milled. Keeping the germ and bran in whole wheat flour makes it more nutritious, grainier, heavier, and more flavorful. That sounds great. Well, in baked goods, flavor is not always something you want. In the test kitchen, you all say you usually don't like breads and baked goods made with 100% whole wheat flour. They're rather heavy and dense and can be sour tasting. Instead, you usually replace 25% to 35% of a recipe's all-purpose flour with whole wheat flour for a lighter texture and milder flavor. Wow. How do you know all this, Petal? It's, uh, all on your website. Oh, of course it is. Listen, champ, I should apologize. I've been a little rude to you during this interview, and I know that it's really not your fault. Oh, that's okay, Petal. I mean, I know that, like, literally it is technically your fault. Like, it's actually all your fault. But I guess I forgive you. Plus, this interview was really fun to do. You really were the perfect flower to talk to about flower, Petal. Aw, you mean that? Yeah, I really do. Well, Molly, I think that's our scoop for today. Flour is milled wheat. Different types of flour 
have different amounts of protein in them, and sometimes good things can come from mistakes. Back to you, Molly. Thanks, Champ, and thank you, Petal, for breaking down those flower differences for us. Molly! Hey, Mitzi. Hey, Martina. How's the self-care express treating you? Oh, it's looking like a real win here, Molly. Thank you for your advice. Agreed, Martina. Want to hear the game plan, Molly? Do I ever. But before we get into it, we have one segment left. Let's hear from a young chef just like you about what they are cooking up at home. Hi, my name is Zoe. I'm 11 and a half years old, and I've been cooking and baking a lot of things lately. I made lemony garlic bok choy with a yummy salmon glazed teriyaki sauce and um, garlicky rice with ginger. I also baked little bee cookies for my spelling bee, gluten-free bee cookies with a dollop of honey in the middle and buttercream and frosted to look like little bees, complete with little faces. I've also made little love letter cookies shaped like little letters with jam coming out of them from one of my favorite bakers, Kim Joy from the Great British Baking Show. Thank you. Bye. If you want to have your submission featured on the show, you can. Grownups, have your young chefs leave us a voicemail by calling 1-833-KIDS-ATK today. That's 1-833-543-7285. Just tell us your name, how old you are, and what you are cooking up at home, and we'll use as many of them as we can. Okay, Mitzi, let's hear it. So, first off, we're going to find the tallest place in the entire studio. Climb up there and sit, lovingly judging anyone we see. Sounds like one of Martina's choices. How'd you know? Then we're going to ask to be let outside. Then we're going to ask to be let back in. Then we're going to ask to be let outside again. And then... You're going to ask to be let back in? Good guess, Molly. And then we're going to do shadow puppets. That one was me. I like to be a big ski slope with a jump at the end, and Martina sends little shadow Olympic skiers down. It's joyful. And then we're feasting on tuna. Another Martina choice? No, the tuna was me. I'm just having a craving. Well, Mitzi, that sounds like an excellent self-care day. And it sounds like the perfect way to treat Martina by doing all the things she likes the most. And then having tuna. Amazing. Well, listeners, we're all out of time for today's episode. We'll be back to sift through some more information about flour next episode. We've got some gluten-y facts in our tricky trivia segment, followed by a bake-to-perfection conversation in Ask a Grown-Up. And Andrea will be back with a new kitchen technique for us in how-to time. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is yet? So far, we know it will use salt, heavy cream, butter, sugar, vanilla extract, and flour. Only two ingredients left. Ah, I cannot wait to taste this recipe. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. And if you like our show, feel free to share it with a friend or leave us a review. Give us some stars and tell us what you think about the show. We love hearing from you. Until next time, keep keep on on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am Roasted Salted Cashews. 
Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a big barrel of cheese puffs. Andrea Vavjin is a white cheddar cheese it and Katie O'Hara is a goldfish cracker, and they are both contributing writers on our show. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Chester Guazda, an apple, and Matt Boynton, a salt and vinegar potato chip of ultraviolet audio. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and his popcorn. Our director of post-production is Jen Margolis. She is a Twix. Our director of production is Diane Knox, who is also salsa. Fact-checking by Julia Arwin, a nacho cheese Dorito. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher, and she's a spicy pickle. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a tortilla chip. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a chocolate-covered pretzel. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams. Executive Editor, Kristen Sargianis. Executive Food Editor, Susanna McFerrin. Art Director, Gabby Hamanoff. Deputy Food Editor, Afton Cyrus. Associate Editors, Andrea Vavjin, Katie O'Hara, and Tess Berger. Editorial Assistant, Julia Arwin. Photo Test Cook, Ashley Stoyanov. And Test Cook, Faye Yang. Thanks again to our sponsors, Driscoll's, The National Mango Board, and Green Pan. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. So, Martina, what's looking like the highest place for us in the studio? This bookshelf up here, maybe? Okay, let's just, uh, up you go. And I'm just gonna squish on in here beside you. Yeah, yeah. This is actually kind of nice. Now what? Right. Loving judgment. Ugh. There's Chad. Right. Ugh. Love his shirt today. It's like a very nice color on him. What made him pick that shirt? How nice of a color it is? Ugh. I know. Ugh. He's so nice. And like such a great friend. I can't stand it. Yeah, Martina, you're right. This is fun. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com slash newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. Hi, At Your Level is a variety show for kids and by kids. And that means that if you're a kid, we want you to join us. We have segments like Bizarre ASMR. And you guess what that is? 
We even have a bad joke segment. I just ate four cans of alphabet soup and had the largest vowel movement ever. Yep, that was a poop joke. Because we're making you a poopy episode. So check, check it out. out at your level.